Then we see in verses 17 through 18, right? Paul is giving the story about what happened after Jesus saves him. He goes into Arabia and Samaria and spends three years, right? He's basically giving an account of where he'd been. And in verse 20 says, or in, in 18, then after three years, I did go up to Jerusalem to get to know Cephas, and I stayed with him 15 days. Um, this is super important what he's saying here, because Cephas, if you don't know who Cephas is, is Peter. Everybody say Cephas. Everybody say Peter. Cephas is Peter. Um, everybody say Simon. Simon is Peter, and Cephas is Peter, and Simon Peter is Cephas, right? So same guy, same person. Um, and we'll see how that plays out a couple chapters over. But he's validating that, look, I spent time with Peter, who you know. He can vouch for me. He knows who I am. And he says, I saw James, Jesus' brother, to extra emphasize, I am legit. This is who I am. This is who I was with. Check my credentials. And then in verse 21, it said, Afterward, I went to the regions of Syria, Sicilia. I remained personally unknown to the Judean church that are in Christ. This is real interesting that Paul goes and he says, Hey, look. I went to this place and I was unknown. Like, I didn't like want the spotlight. And then he explains why in 23. He says, they simply kept hearing, he who formerly persecuted us now preaches the faith he once tried to destroy. Right. There's ultimate redemption, right? It's a life that was once persecuting the church to a life that was changing lives for Jesus, right? Paul is saying it's not too late, right? It's never too late, right? No matter where you are, no matter what you've done, no matter how far or deep you think you've gone, it's never too late. Jesus doesn't use perfect people. Jesus doesn't use people that have it all together. He doesn't use the smartest people, the most attractive people, the funniest people, the most popular people, Jesus uses broken people to accomplish his mission. Jesus doesn't always use the equipped, but he equips the willing. Right, if you're sitting here and you're saying, look, that's great, this is Paul who knew all these things and wrote all these letters and, and changed the way that the, the New Testament church, right, from the start, changed lives. I'm not Paul. Newsflash, you're not called to be Paul. You're not called to be me. You're not called to be the person that's sitting next to you. You're called to be yourself, and you're called to be used exactly where God has planted you. Athletes, how many athletes do I have in here? You can play a sport, or you play a sport. Raise your hand. High, proud, broken, raise your hand, please. Thank you. Awesome, okay. All right, kids that play instruments. Awesome. People that just walk down the halls. Hey, awesome. Okay. It's not a mistake. Listen, listen. It's not a mistake that you are where you are, and it's not a mistake that you can do the things that you do. Right? God is just waiting to use you in those areas of your life. Right? Your friends, last week we talked about, hey, 
What's that one friend that God's put in your heart to invite? Who's that one person that God's put in your heart to have a conversation with? Right, how did it go this week? Did you talk to that person, right? Did you look like Jesus in front of that person? If not, it's okay. Guess what? You have tomorrow. Hopefully you have tomorrow. And hopefully you have tomorrow after that. We're not called to be perfect. We're just called to be forgiven and to be used. And the beautiful part about 23, right? 23 says, They simply kept hearing, He who formerly persecuted us now preaches the faith He once tried to destroy. 24. And they glorified God because of it. Who got the glory through this? God, right? Paul's not taking credit. Paul can't take credit, but God gets the credit for everything that has taken place. It's about being used. It's about looking different and acting different and being different. Right? If we were honest with ourselves, and if we all just kind of gave ourselves a, a look through. If we were to pull people in here that knew you, right? So like, let's say we pulled some random person in from your school that knows you. We brought them up here and I stood them beside me and I called out your name. And I said, do you think that they know Jesus? Would the answer be yes? Would the answer be No. And this is the question, right? If we have to think, if we have to hesitate, then we need to reevaluate how we live our lives. Right? The world will know me, Jesus said, by how you love one another. The world will know me by how you live your life. See, being a Christian is more than just saying that we're Christians. It's more than quoting the verse. It's more than getting... um, Badges and Awanas, but y'all don't do Awanas here. Terrible reference. I'm sorry. It is just about loving God and loving people. And when you love God and you love people, those things will become before you every time. How many of you want to see people that you know and love come to know Jesus? Half of you, all of you, maybe, right? You can, you can raise your hand. You can answer that. It's okay. It's not a rhetorical question. Um, there's a response to that. If you want to see lives changed, you have to be willing to let your life change yourself. Right? It's about abandoning yourself and chasing after Jesus. It's about being different and looking different and acting different and sounding different, right? You're going to lose people in your lives. You're going to lose things in your life. We have to ask ourselves this question, though. Is Jesus better than all those things? Is Jesus better than those things? And I hope that as believers, as Christians, that we can say, yes, Jesus is better than those things. And if you're in here tonight and you don't have a relationship with Jesus, right, which is just a fancy word, you're saying that 
you've never put your faith into Jesus, you've never given your life to Jesus, you've never followed him, there's a thousand other words that we could use. I want to tell you tonight that Jesus is better than all of those things. When everything in this world gives way, when people turn their back on you, when life seems like a blur and distance and there is no answers, Jesus is better.